Okay, let's begin our discussion of Pashas Kiseitse for this year, Tavsh in Ayin Aleph. Um, start off with just a one-liner that is quoted, B'Shem uh, the Gra, and that is, in source number one, I, I gave it to you from the Chiyuch HaShel Torah, but um, many others quoted, many Sfarim quote the Gra, and that is, the end of the Parsha, we have the mitzvah of Kiddushin Vigitin. So we have marriage and divorce, two different mitzvahs. I like to say that uh, not every mitzvah is something that we want to do, but it's a mitzvah means that whatever we do, uh, whatever situation that we are in, the Torah tells us how to act and, and what to do. So if you look in the Chiyucha Shel Torah, uh, he quotes the Gra uh, as pointing out that there are only two letters in the Torah. Well, let's say it this way. The two letters in the Torah that are never near each other are Gimel and Tess. Those two letters never appear next to each other in the Torah. Suggest the Gra, that's why when we talk about a Dover Hakore, something that separates, we call it a Get. Because those are the only two letters that are not near each other in all of Mikra. Mishum says the Grash, Shekoshte Osios Meha Aleph Beis, Smuchos Lefamim Zulazu. Everything's next to each other. A Zion is something next to a Yud, and a Mem is next to a, uh, a Saf. Everything is next to each other. Verakshte Osios Alala. These are the only two. Gimel Vites. Enon smucho zulazu b'shum makom b'mikra. They are never next to each other. The word get never appears in in uh, in Torah. Lafichach enos mehen l'say increases. There's no better way of uh, representing uh, something that cuts, something that's korase, than get these two these two letters. Okay, let's get into the first section of the of the uh, parsha. So we started off last week all the different discussions of Milchama. So we also have the beginning uh, section of Kiseitzi also talks about Milchama. And somebody sees uh, in captivity on the battlefield an Isha that's Yifas Toar, a beautiful woman. He wants to take her for a wife. We've discussed this in the past. One of the most unusual mitzvos and parshas in the entire um, entire Torah, the allowance of a Jewish soldier to take an Eishet Sifas Torah and to go through the whole process, one ha'ara that the, is asked by the Sefer Eila Hadvar. Sefer Eila Hadvar talks about, we know this parsha as Chazal, as Chazal tell us, that we're talking about someone on the battlefield who, who sees a woman and he wants to marry her, so the Torah say, the Chazal say, and Rashi brings it, Dibra Torah Kenegad Yitzhahara. We assume this, this person is overcome with, with, uh, a taiva, and therefore the Torah allows it, Lo Dibra Torah Kenegad Yitzhahara. Vachulu, without, without going into the details. If Kurdish Baruch wouldn't allow it, then he would, he would marry her anyway, so the Torah allows it. Okay. Fine. Yifas Torah. Asks the Elad Varm of Schleisinger a simple question. You remember back last week, we spoke about Parsha, in the end of Parsha Shoptim, we had another Parsha. We had the Parsha of the Chosri Me'archei HaMolchama, those who returned from war. And there was a special calling that was appointed to announce whoever have, is, uh, just got married could go back. And whoever just planted a vineyard could go back. But there's also other Turim. And Chazal learned this out of Masech Sota that implicitly... The Kohen is giving allowances for people who have Averos Shebiyadam to also go back from war. He says it in a way that nobody will know. People will think, oh, he must have just planted a vineyard. But really, he's scared from Averos Shebiyadam. The Gemara and Sota even says somebody who 
does the slight avera of talking between putting on his two tefillins. Why that mitzvah is not for now. But even somebody who just does that should be chosem yerachay Should should go back and not be on the battlefield because he doesn't have enough schuyos to to uh, to merit a kaddish baruch Hu, uh, fighting for him. Right, that's the gemara that uh, that he quotes on line six, on line seven. Right? What does it mean? Oh, of anybody who's scared or has a soft heart is allowed to return. People who are who are scared of their averus. So ask the elad who is left on the battlefield? After all of these exemptions, after everybody goes home, the people who just got married and the people who planted vineyards and people who have major sins that they know that they shouldn't be there to fight for Klai Yisrael, who's left on the battlefield? Only the tzaddikim. Only the totally righteous. They're the only ones left on the battlefield. They're the ones that have that need the heter of Yifas Toar. Lodibra Torah El Keneged Sahara. Who are we talking about here? Says the Elad Varim. Line 12. Vim Kain. Vim Kain Adavar. If we put it in the context, Yeshlu Tamua Timiya Kasha. It's a tremendous question. Hayitachin Kadavar Kazhazeh. Sheyotim Lamachama Tadikim Gemurim. Hamakaimim Vishlemas as Kala Torah Kadosha. Who's on the battlefield? The totally righteous. That observe all the Torah. Didn't even say a word between the two tefillins. How are we supposed to understand that? We're talking about Moshe Feinstein. We're talking about the Chazonish. They're on the battlefield. They're going to need the Hector of Yifas How are we supposed to understand this? Such an obvious question, but we don't always remember to put together the end of Parsha Shoftim and the beginning of Parsha Kisaitzai. But it's not that if you, if you don't take off a week in between, you just read the Torah straight, it's the end of last week's parsha. Avera Shabiyodo Chazal Darshan, you go home, and here you have the Hector of Yifaz Torah. That's the question of the Ela Hadvar. Says of Schlesinger, you know what you see from here? Umikan Anu Lamedim, Machashivusa, and we mentioned this in a drasha a couple of years ago, Machashivusa Shalha Mizgeres, Banimsa Adam Cholimos Hashanah. You're right, it's great tzaddikim. They're the other only ones left on the battlefield. But this halacha teaches me the chashivus of the environment that we find ourselves in. And the environment that we put ourselves in. And no matter how great we are, if we are in a hefker, no holds barred, do whatever you want, ish kol hayashar environment, we will be affected by it. The importance of chevra, the importance of esviva, how much the environment makes it easier, in the opposite way, makes it easier for a person if we put ourselves in the right environment. He could be the greatest tzaddik in the world. He leads the kvias. He goes to a, a, a battlefield, Malcolm Hefker, the opposite of an orderly existence. Even the greatest tzaddik, Rachman al-Sakabinikshah. That's the message. Yifastor, yes, right after. Importance of a pernicious or the staying away from a pernicious environment. Even so, if you this environment, the Torah, even there, the Torah has to make leniencies. That's the power of Tzibur, the power of Achevra, the power of what we're supposed to put ourselves in. Obviously, this halacha is teaching us the negative, Kalvachomer, the positive, how it can how it can affect us. And he said, this is even, in Yonah Dioma, this is the time that we're getting into, these couple of weeks, 
The Ramam writes, based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, even though tefillah and coming close to Hashem is always, is always strong and is always possible. Your tefillahs will be answered during Aserasi Mechuva. We all know that we're all going to be psyched for Aserasi Mechuva. But then what does the Rambam say? A yachid has to wait for Aserasi Mechuva. Aval Tzibur calls man sha'os in tshuva v'tzokim b'leif shalem heim ne'enin. Today is like Aserasi Mechuva if we dive in B'tzibur. Every day of the year has the status of Aserasi Mechuva when you dive in B'tzibur, when you dive in a group. Why? Because it's the Sviva, it's the environment, it's the power of a Tzibur. A power of a Tzibur. Skip a couple of lines. Va'osem is Gerish al Tzibur, Hakadish Baruch Hu Nenala Tamid. Hashem always answers. Va'lorak va'osem asar yam and fekesel asar. We don't have to wait for Aserasi Mechuva when it comes to a Tzibur. And he says that's says that's what's going on here. Lo dibra tarla keneged yitzahara. That's why we have this we have this required <coughs> this required leniency. But then he says he continues turning over the page for a minute, turning over the page. He says you also understand that the our arch enemy who knew the insides and the outsides, the wisest of men, understood this power that we have. Bilam Arasha, the most famous Pasik that Bilam says on line eleven. <coughs> Excuse me. Line eleven, the Gemara talks about in Sanhedrin what Bilam said. But what was the gr- most famous line? We say it every morning. Matovo Yaakov. It's even on the top of a column in the Torah. It's a Mesorah, the Sofer from Ham, you have to write down on the top of a column. Matovo Yaakov. The Gemara says every bracha that Bilam gave, really, it was a klala that he had wanted to give, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu forced him to say a bracha exactly parallel to the call that he had wanted to give. So let's think about it for a minute. Matovo Yaakov, he gives us a bracha to the shuls and the get-togethers that we have. Mishkan Osecha Yisrael. What was the call that he wanted to give? He wanted to be makala. He wanted to curse the get-togethers, the groups, the tzibur, because he saw that was our koach. He saw the environment is what keeps the Jews together. When Jews are, when we are all in Eretz Yisrael, surrounding a base of English Yerushalayim, there's nothing more powerful. When we're when we're in Gullus, when we're spread around, says that's when we get into trouble. Says the says the Elav Hadvarim uh, line eleven. The Gemara tells us on this week's parsha also later on. Hashem didn't want to listen to Bilam. Hashem loves you, so he changed all the curses to brachos. Amr of Yochanan, mi berchaso shal bilam atalamein mahaya belibo. From every bracha, you know what exactly he really wanted to say. Bikish lomar shalom you, batik nasios, batik midrashos. He wanted to say no shuls. He wanted to say no batik medrash. Amar matovolecha Yaakov. They all, they all were switched. Because Bilam knew. Next paragraph. Bilam yada yadua heitev. He knew. It's the togetherness. It's the feeling. Even when there were times in history when we couldn't, we couldn't do everything we wanted to do. There were xeris, there were decrees from the Greeks, from the whatever, whatever time period it was. The Spain, Spain, uh, the Spain, in Spain. So they had to get together. 
not just for minion halachically, but that's what kept the Jewish people going. When they were together worshipping, when they were together serving, that's exactly what the message is from Ben, uh, from Yifas Toar, even the Tzadiki Adar, the only ones left on the battlefield, they're also the ones that might be subject to the, to the danger. And he continues and says this is something uniquely Jewish. If you think about it, even our, our, our cousins who, who we live with, who daven five times a day and not three times a day, they're really the kinds of tzibur, whatever they get, they take out their carpets, they open it up, they lie down, and that's what they daven. They're not running to a mosque. They're not running here and there to go. They don't have this concept of tefillah b'tzibur. They have the concept of tefillah. Yishmael. Right? Hashem hears. But we have the concept of not only tefillah, but tefillah b'tzibur. And that's unique. And Bilam knew it. He tried to torpedo it. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaddish Baruch Hu protected us. Okay. Moving right along. A lot in this parsha, as, as is known, Kiseitse has the most mitzvahs out of any parsha. Seventy-four. Aid. It's a witness that's almost one-sixth of all mitzvot are in this week's parsha. So you got to, uh, got to uh, keep, keep, um, keep focused, do as much as we can. Okay, one of the more well-known mitzvot in the, towards the beginning of the parsha, Perek Chavbez, Pasuk Vav. Ki kari kan sipar lefanecha baderach b'chal eitz o al haaretz efrochim o obeitzim Shouldn't take the mother on the children. So we have here the parsha of Shiluach Hakan. Shiluach Hakan, as we know, now there's even Shiluach Hakan Kehil Chasa. Somebody wants to uh, learn all the details about it. We don't make, make brachas. In most cases of Shiluach Hakan Bezmanazeh, we do the mitzvah without, without making the bracha. Because there are many sveikas, lamaisa, about the mitzvah. If you don't really want to use the eggs, you make a bracha. And if it's on private property, you might not make a bracha. That's not key kare. You happen to find it. There are many sveikas that we have, which types of birds it applies to. But either way, it's a mitzvah. Somebody gets the schus to try to do the mitzvah, they do the mitzvah. We send away the mother. And you take the, uh, the, the babies. So that it'll be good for you and your days will be long. Rabbeinu Bachai points out there are not too many mitzvahs that have associated with it arichas yamim. Not too many mitzvahs. Two are well known, but there's a third. This mitzvah of Shiluach Hakan and, as we know, Kibbut Avaim are two mitzvahs where the Torah promises Arichas Yamim. We know the famous Gemara in Kiddushin where Acher, Elisha ben Avuya, witnessed a boy listening to his father. His father says, please climb the tree for me. Get me an apple. And he climbs up the tree and he falls. And I'm sorry, get me an apple. He says, go do Shiluach Hakan for me. And uh, he goes up and he falls down. So the two mitzvahs he was involved in is Shiluach Hakan. And keep it of aim, and the boy fell down and died. Acher's like, this is Arichas Yamim. So he went off to Derech because of that story. He saw the two mitzvahs of Arichas Yamim. So says the Rabbeinu Bachai. There's a third though. There's a third, and that is later in this parsha. Later in this parsha, if you look in Perachaf Hey Pasuk Tezvav, all the way at the end of the parsha, the pasuk says, "Evan Shleim of Atzedek Yelach, Eifah Shleim of Atzedek Yelach." You shall have. Your weights and measures, your scales. Right? In the society then, you sold everything by, by a weight. So sometimes people used to like use little fake measures. 
right? You used to make it a little, make it, it looks like a pound. It looks like you used to put a rock that was a pound that you make it a little skinnier so you'd only have to give less than that amount of produce that you were selling. So Torah says, make sure you're, you have honest weights and measures. Laman ya'arichu yamecha al hadam so it's shiluach hakan, kibbut aveim, and mishkolos, and proper weights and measures. Rabbeinu Bachaydo points out that by kibbut aveim and by mishkolos, it says al ha'adama. On this land, right? Arichas yamim. Read the pasuk again. Arichu yamecha al ha'adama. Shereshem lakecha nosin lach. Right? And then also in the Azharas adibris. Kabbat arichu yamecha al arichu yamecha al adama v'chulu. Here it just says v'harachta yamim. Is there a difference between those two? Arichas yamim al ha'adama and and uh, just harachta yamim. Is there a difference between the two? Says the Rabbeinu Bachai, who was always a gold mine. Rabbeinu Bachai is an underused resource. Again, he quotes a lot from the Ramban, but then he also has has expanded. So v'aschar b'shem mitzvahs alalu harichas yamim el l'shem b'mitzvahs kibbutah v'aim hisker al ha'adama v'chein b'mishkolos v'kan b'shiluach hakan amar l'man yitav lach harachta yamim v'lo hisker al ha'adama doesn't say al ha'adama why ubir v'harachta yamim tarich af min hayamim shakasav bo kisheses yamim okay we'll skip that line for now v'yish odas acheres we'll get back to that diuk. Soon, but first he's just going to talk about the idea of the arichas yamim that we are talking about. He's going to quote a a, a kabbalistic source. Kabbalistic source. V'yesho das acheres sheyesh bekiyam mitzvazu his oris rachamim akol haolam. By doing this mitzvah, we bring compassion on the entire world. The entire world. One mitzvah. So what is so, it's amazing. How? <laughs> By sending away the mother, and she sees, right, it'll be worse if the mother's there and we snatch the eggs. But even so, the mother, we shoo her away, she sees us take the eggs. Or when she comes back, she realizes the eggs are not there. <laughs> She's in pain. And she's upset about her, her nest that is lost. And her offspring that are not there. She wants to kill herself. Where's my offspring? She has such a strong maternal feeling for those eggs. And because she's in such pain... Sar hamamuna al haofos mevakish rachamim me'akadosh baruch hu. The angel that's appointed over birds goes to Hashem and says, "Look at this. Look at the pain. Look at the pain." We know everybody has hashgacha pratis. Animals, many we show to believe have hashgacha klalis on the species, not on each little bird. But here, there's such a bird in pain, so the Tsar recognized even, even that one. The Uz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shekasev, Vovarachem, Masav. After once, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, this Tsar comes complaining. So, the Pasuk from Ashrei, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Rachemim on all of his creatures. Mamshech Shefa Rachemim, Alkolam Itztarim. Fatsrichem Rachemim, Umarachim Alehem. Once HaKadosh Baruch Hu is having Rachmanus on this little bird, somehow, you know, giving her some chizuk, he brings Rachmanus onto anyone in pain in the entire world. 
once the 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 rachamim storehouse in Shamayim is open, then it's just it just flows. That's how Shiluach Hakan. Hakadosh Baruch Hu maybe even put it into the system because he wants to bring Rachmanis to the world. How does he do that? He gives us a mitzvah which puts a bird. You're going to take that again. Your animals were created for us to use, so you're going to take the eggs for your own benefit. There's nothing wrong with that. But do it in a way when the mother is going to feel pain, so she'll cry, and I'll have to bring Rachmanis on her, and then I'll bring it on the entire world. Nim says Omer, Shemakayim mitzvazu umishaleach. So if you step back for a minute, it says Rabbeinu Bachai, somebody who's behind this mitzvah and sends away the mother bird, who's Siba la'or rachamim al kol ha'olam v'tov lo imahem. You're included, but it's Rachmanis on the entire world. V'zeu sh'amar. That's why it's not al ha'adama. It's not that you are going to have personal long life on the land. This is a general. There'll be arichas yamim for the world, for anyone who's in pain. I'm going to give rachmanis. Chlomar oso shiluach yetov lachav arichas yamim alav kerichas yamim besibas harachamim. It's a more general statement. Idea number one: shiluach hakan changes the world. Shiluach HaKan brings Rachmanis on the entire world. And he quotes another idea. Second idea from Rabbeinu Bachai. Umatsasi b'medrash eladvarim Raba. A medrash. Mitzvah Shiluach HaKan Scharabanim. The mitzvah Shiluach HaKan, the schar is children. Right, there's, there's a big school for those who have, who have trouble having children. Many of them, there are a lot of different schoolers. But one of them is Shiluach HaKan. Shiluach HaKan is one of the schoolers. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chazal say, Em ein lochabanim, ani nosin lochabanim. Minayin, how do you know that? Because what does the Pasuk say? Shalach to shalach esayim, esabanim tikach lach. Send her the manor, and then take your children. Right, obviously, the Pasha's of the Pasuk is, the banim take the eggs, take the chicks. Esabanim tikach lach. But shalach, shalach, but the alpidrush, shalach to shalach esayim, umaschar atanotel, esabanim tikach lach. Right, you'll take children. This medrash is marames to what I said before. That's a very unclear line in Rabbeinu Bachai. What did he say before that connects? What exactly did he mean? What, 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 what he says? Oh, this child of having uh, the school of having children will will have a, will bring a will will. Break children, and this is exactly what I said before. So what, why is it the same idea as what we said just said? It's a separate idea. So the Yam Simcha has one suggestion, and we're going to say, suggest another one. First the Yam Simcha, source 5. He quoted Rabbeinu Bachai, which I didn't give you, but then he says, right? He was talking about Arichas Yamim at first, and now he's talking about having children. What did Bonim have to do with Arichas Yamim? Says the Yam Simcha, Rabbi Freed. Children could sometimes, in the greater scheme of things, though sometimes we look at it as, you're giving me white hairs! Right? But it could be just the opposite. Sometimes children could give, children, as they say, could keep us young. What does that mean in the in halachic terms? As I explained back in Mishpatim, as I explained on the connection between you will not have any miscarriages, I will give you long life. 
Again, a parallel between children and long life. What's the connection? He quotes the Chassam Sofer. Ha-pasik bo-sir chashem Who quotes the Rambam in turn? The Haramam Kasav Igeres Lebano, line 7. Ashri Adam Shachasam Yavma Bemheira. Delachal Adam Yishkitzla Mashatzorach Latzakin Betorva Mitzvahs. We all have a job in life. We all have a purpose. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us down here for a certain purpose. Once our purpose is fulfilled... No, we could try to, our purpose hopefully is for 120 years. And hopefully we'll fulfill that purpose. But once I finish my purpose, so then I finish my job. But that's only if he is by himself, if he is individual, if he is singular. But if my purpose if I have chosen a path, if I have made myself into a person who is a mashpia, who is somebody who is who is who is imhat tzibur, who lives for the tzibur, who gives to the tzibur of their time, of their money, of their learning, whatever it is, if they are a tzibur type of person, that even if personally they themselves, their personal tafkin might have been completed but they have proven that they have a greater tafkin now connected to the tzibor. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give that person arichas yamim to continue his job. Az ein kitzvalo. That's what the Pasuk means. Losiyah mishakela, there won't be any miscarriages. And in that way, you'll have children and you'll have to rear them properly. Es mispar yamecha amalei. Losiyah chashem l'tova, shiitim l'cham l'saras chayim l'tova b'fri v'tzacha through the children. That's the Pasik, that's the that's the Rambam, that's the Pshad of that Pasik in Mishpatim, and that's what says the Yam Simcha, Again, we're not here to explain Rahman al why sometimes there are tragic situations of orphans. We're not we're not we're not we're not explaining. Right? We don't ask why from Akadash Baruch Hu. But the idea, which we know is a true idea that Akadash Baruch Hu gives us, is that it could be sometimes the Kodesh Baruch Hu, who is who is the uh, who is Hatsur Tam Impalo, might give a person longer time than his own kitzvah because he has connected himself to others. Shamina mi Medrash, so says the Absimcha. That's the Pshat of Rabbi Bachai. His first thought was all about Arichas Yamim and Rachamim, and then he quotes. And if you have children, if you do Shliach Hakad, the Schar is children. That's exactly what I was talking about. You mean you were talking? You were talking? You were just talking about Arichas Yamim. That's my point, says the Yam Simcha. Because if you have Banim, that also could lead to Arichas Yamim. That's another way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could give it. The school has visited Shiluach HaKan. He did Yizke Lebanim. V'yem kein Sarach Lechancham. Ubarbezet Tizkol Arichas Yamim. This does not mean that we should all daven, that it should take longer to be Mechanech our children. They shouldn't listen to us. And therefore, it should take me years and years to get them to follow the right path. And there, that's not the case. Right? We should be successful in being Mechanech our Banim. And they should all listen to us. And we should be able to bring them up to be Moshe Rabbeinus and to be, to be Miriam Hanavias. You know, that, that even if they listen right away, you know, we still have a lot of work to do. But again, that's we should all be, have Hatzlach uh, in this area, but that's, that's the Pshat. The Yam Simcha suggests maybe that's what's behind the Rabbeinu Bachai. The connection, his second thought with his first thought. I think he could also suggest a more straightforward, simple uh, answer. That is, we live through our children. Brok Haradavua. And it could be, yes, banim least arichas yamim, but it could be not literally. Because when a, when a child, even if a parent passes on, they live through the child. 
The child carries the torch of, of all the all the zchuyos and all the hashka, all the investment that parents put into children. Parents live vicariously through their children, and even after parents anevasrim, they're still living through their children. The mitzvos and the chesed that the children are doing, that's also arichas yamim. That's also living through the children, right? Banim, that's like my first part. Another shorter, smaller idea that might be behind Rabbeinu Bachai. Okay. One more thought related to Shiluah HaKan. Once it's here, we can spend the whole shir on Shiluah HaKan. One more thought related. That is, this is a Gemara. Gemara in Chulin Kufmem Aleph. The Gemara has a Havamina <coughs> that, yeah, I gave it to you in English because the next source is an English source. It's source number six. It's just from Grow Through Tar or by Pliskin. What's the Gemara in Chulin? That I might think this only applies if one needs the mother bird for personal use. There's a Havamina in the Gemara that Shiluah HaKan is only a mitzvah when I'm taking the eggs to make breakfast. But let's say I'm doing a mitzvah. Let's say I'm taking the eggs to, uh, I'm making a wedding for, uh, for an ani. Let's say I'm doing a mitzvah. So then there's a havamina, maybe there's no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah. Just take the eggs without shooing away the mother. Kamash malan, even if you're being osik in the mitzvah, you still have to shoo away the mother. That's the shaklavatari, that's the question and answer of the Gemara in Chul and Adafkufim Aleph, which was Hashem, those learning Dafyomi will get to in a couple of months. That's, that's the Gemara. Quotes by Pliskin, a deep message, an insightful message that we have to learn from this halacha of the Gemara. You might have thought, what was the Havamina? Why would I have thought that just because you're taking it for a mitzvah, you don't show away the mother? He quotes Reb Chaim Mordechai Katz, where Shashivan tells, someone might think that if he needs the bird for a mitzvah, he need not be concerned with feelings of compassion. That is the lesson here. Even when you're engaged in fulfilling a mitzvah, you must be sensitive to the pain and suffering of others. Hey, I'm, I'm, what am I I'm doing the mitzvah? I'm doing this. I'm in the right. It doesn't matter if we're in the right. It doesn't matter if anybody is being osik for mitzvah. We have to make sure not to step on anybody's toes. No matter what, do not use your involvement in a mitzvah as an excuse to disturb others. For example, if you're studying Torah, do not do so in a loud voice, and that will prevent others from falling asleep. We always have to be careful that our behavior is not stepping on anybody's toes. We've quoted many times the Gemara and Mesechah's Brachas, where Abba Zeman Azariah is offered to be the new Rosh Yeshiva. Rabbi Gavliel was removed, and... Finally picked up Lesbian Azariah. They had a, uh, a whole committee come to him and say, we want you to be our chief rabbi. We don't want you to be our Rosh Yeshiva. What do you think? This is the dream job. The dream job. What, what he's been waiting for all his life. All his life. He was only 18 years old. But he was the, he was the, he was the greatest. And he, he could have this job for whatever, 60, 70 years. What's his answer? Should be a resounding, of course, yes. He says, I have to go ask my wife. He had to go ask his wife for it. Why didn't he let him just take the job? He asked his wife. So many, many explain. Schechter says, likes to quote this. Says, what? If it's the chief rabbi. You're going to be out of the house a lot more. You're going to be on the lecture circuit. You're not going to be home doing homework with the kids. You're, you, want to, you want to move up and advance your own personal, spiritual status even at the expense of your wife? You've got to go ask her. Right? That's exactly the point. Even if we're always in the mitzvah, shoo away the mother. Don't forget, we cannot forget our midos 
as we are even involved in a mitzvah. He even then quotes a beautiful story of the, of the Chazonish. The Chazonish was once davening Mincha Gedola, and they had, uh, they were waiting for the tenth man, they went for the tenth man, and finally, like 20 minutes after the time was supposed to be, the tenth man came. And one of the ten men there, one of the previous men who had been there, said to him, you know, Rebbe, I'll stay, but you know, I had an appoint, I have an appointment in two minutes. And if I stay, if I, I'm supposed to meet somebody, and if I stay, you know, do you think I should, you think they'll understand, there'll be a couple minutes late? The Chazanish says, go to your appointment. Tefillah B'tzibor is not docha, your appointment, and leaving this person um, out and being laid on purpose with, for them. The Chazanish replied, someone who cleaves to the trade of truth will not even have a question in this instance. Even though the early minion was losing his tenth person and had to be foregone that day. The Chazanish told his brother-in-law, it was his brother-in-law, that there was no question that coming on time is a matter of truthfulness. Right? I'm doing a mitzvah. Okay, so I'll be late there, waiting for somebody to wait for me. No, we don't do that. We don't make that cheshben. The cheshben is, cheshben is mitzvah. Cheshben is, even when we're osing a mitzvah, we have to make sure that we don't step on anybody's toes. Okay. Going now towards the second half of the parsha. Again, there's so much to talk about, but we've got to pick and choose. Every year we pick and choose. Perach of Gimel. Pasik. Beginning of Perach of Gimel. There are many laws about people who one is not allowed to marry. Who Jews are not allowed to marry. Lo yikach aviv, lo aviv. Lo yavah people who have physical deformities. Lo yavah mamzer b'kahal Hashem. A mamzer, if one of on somebody born to an aceous ish, out of web, out of uh, not from her husband, Gam Darasiri, Mamzeris, Rahman Osama, one of the biggest tragedies uh, that could occur. Lo Yavo Amoni Mavi Bakalashev, Amon and Moav are totally out. All of these people. Lo then Ravi, Lo Sasaiv Adomi, Kiachihu, Adomi you could you could marry, Mitzri, you could marry a couple generations down the line. Okay, all these halachas. Answer of Yaakov Kamenetsky. Source number seven. The MSG Shlonalaya. What are all these laws doing in the Sefer? We discussed this a little bit back in Camp Cayley in the summer, uh, and also last year, what the purpose of Sefer Dvarim is. The Ramban has a Shita, the Radvaz has a Shita, the Abarbanel has a Shita. But answer Yaakov, why are these laws of marriage in Sefer Dvarim? Most of Sefer Dvarim, if you look at it, are national laws. Let me preface this vart, by the way. If anybody has to speak at a simcha this week, here's the vart. At a simcha, a marriage, a simcha of a marriage. Marriage or a sheva brachas. And it's, you could use this any week. Anyway. That will be arti b'kama b'komos. Let me explain. I've explained elsewhere. At length. You can look at Rabbi Yaakov on, on uh, that parsha. Vayelach. Most of Dvarim, much, I shouldn't say most, much of Dvarim are national laws. Melech, Irhani Dachas, Navi Sheker, Navi Emes. Think about the laws. Think about most of the laws. All the Dine Melchama. Why are all these personal marriage laws here? Moshe was, they, they were about to go into Eretz Yisrael. Moshe knew that he wasn't going in. So he was chazering over, he was reviewing all the mitzvahs that were nas- had national import. 
Why all these halachos about marriage and divorce and who you're allowed to marry, who you're not allowed to marry, and shanari shona, right, the, forming the basis of the marriage? These mekoma who besefer vayikra. Remember, you can only ask a question of why is something why is something in one place if you have a better place to put it, right? Somebody somebody asked me this week. Somebody said they were looking for Hilchos Stucker. Hilchos Stucker. They were looking for in the Shulchan Aruch. They couldn't find it. So I said Yeredei Chilagimol. Yeredei Chilagimol. They said they said why is it there? I said where should it be? So you always have to have an answer to that question if. If you're talking about structure, so they said, oh, maybe Choshen Mishpat, maybe Choshen Mishpat. I mean, some things you have to, have to figure out. Maybe it has to do with monetary laws, or a goes to the daily activities. Maybe there's a little bit of stuck in there about giving stuck by davening. But either way, says Rabbi Yaakov, you could have put this on my Yikra. Parshas Achremos, Kedoshim, all the Arayos, who you're allowed to marry, you're not allowed to marry. So put the mitzvah of marriage there. Put the mitzvah of divorce there. Put the mitzvah of my, all these other nations there. Why in Dvarim? You know what you see from here, says Rabbi Yaakov? Marriage is not something personal. Every marriage of a chassan and a kala has national import. It's not just about two families getting married. Elahu nogea, lekahal kulo. It affects the tzibur. Every new bias namon is be Yisrael. Bias namon be Yisrael. We never say you should be a you, you should you should build a, a bias namon. We don't stop there. We say you should build a bias namon be Yisrael. Shal yedei nisu of nichvas abachur lekahal Yisrael v'ni akechelat miat tzibur. Right, they become part of it. That's why all Rabbi Yaakov says beautifully, all these people who, you know, who we are not allowed to marry, who, what are they called in halacha? Psule kahal. Psule kahal. They're psulim relating to the kahila. Hainu. Shu nifsal milios chelek mehakal vutsarach lishar kamosha hayo yachil atzmo. He has to remain in yachid. He can't be part of the kahal. V'lachain. That's why all these halachas are put here. Who's allowed to be in the kahal? Who's not allowed to be in the kahal? It doesn't say all the arayos. Those are personal detail halachas. But all of the ones here, they are related to the kahal. That's why it's in dvarim. It is a national halacha. And then he even says, amazingly, this also explains why if there's a chasen in shul, the entire shul doesn't say tachan. Why is that? So he got married. What does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with me? If chasen gets married. What does that have to do with me? Right? The, the Prima Gadim writes, 300 years ago, a little less, Prima Gadim writes that they used to throw the chasanim out of shul. They used to not let them come into shul so that they could say tachan. Ich naflu. Dore Doros. Now we try to figure out which minion the chassan is going to. To oh, and it's a it's a Tuesday. Oh, what a waste! Chassan can say those words. Give me a Monday or a Thursday. 
Chas v'shalom. We say extra tefillas on Monday and Thursday because those are you may you may the may adin. So we want to have more rachmanus. That's why we say a longer tachrun. But who racham? But look, that's that's what we do. That's what we do. But why? What's the basis of that halacha? Why did the whole shul doesn't say tachrun? When do we not say tachrun? On a national holiday, right? On a yantif, on Purim, on Tu Bishvat, on Tu Ba'av. We don't say tachrun. Oh, a marriage? Say also by a bris. But also by a bris. Which also I might have the same idea. But Vizewa Tam, this is the reason. Shib Chasim is Pablo Vesaknesses, Os Kohat Sibur Shed Slow Bitrum Lomatakun. Velomatino Dinze Baava Rahman Litzlan. Right in Avel you also you don't say Tachnun in a Shiva house. Let's say there's no minion he has to come to Shul. They say Tachnun. He doesn't potter them all from Tachnun. Shibba there's a Tibbe Hamas or Shaloba Besa Avel. Elamishusha Simchas Chasan Eno Raksim Chaso El Simchas Kohat Sibur. It's a national halacha. It's a tzibur halacha. And therefore, there's not going to be. Says Rabbi Yaakov, that's why all these halachas are in Sefer, in Sefer Devar. Okay, one more thought related to marriage. We've mentioned this last year, this same source, Parshas Chayasara, and we also spoke about Shiduchim. But I put it here again um, because it's about hierarchies. And that's what this time period of the year is about as well. You know, che- rechecking our I hierarch- I, our hierarchies of values, and this is a Shabbos Shuva no Debi Yehuda. It's not just a a Pashas um, Chayesara when we last mentioned no Debi Yehuda. But again, it might sound familiar to those who have been listening to the uh, Shira. No Debi Yehuda was asked by a Talmud of his. No Debi Yehuda, Rav in Prague, Rav of the um, <coughs> in the Altsnai Shul. They have his uh, Kesser Torah there. Everybody's been uh, to the Altai Shul in Prague. Says the Nodabi Yehuda. I got your letter tonight. Don't about a shidduch for your, for your uh, sister-in-law. In Ben Torah, the Yachsan. Oh, she's going, she wants to go out with a Ben Torah. And he has Yichus. Oh, what a family. Alamilus. Balmidos. Rock. The problem was, Shebishas Cholyo Hashinui Shem Shalo Hu Keshem Avi Habsula. The problem was when he was sick, they added on a name, and that name is the same name as the girl's father. So father-in-law, son-in-law having the same name. I heard his Talmud. The Talmud says to Rebbe Yehuda that I know in the Tzava of Rebbe Yehuda Achasid, one of the great Ashkenazic Rishonim. He says that you shouldn't have the same name. Father-in-law, son-in-law, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law. Ahuvi Talmidai. So that's what he, that's what he asked the Nodabi Huda. So the Behuda has two paragraphs. One halachic, one hashkafic. The halachic paragraph, he says, Ahuvi Talmidai. This we've quoted it in uh, our shirim about Misora. Lule ahavascha ain't darki lashi binyanam ki elu hadvarim sheinlam shorash patamud. Uba poskim. If I wouldn't love you, says the Nodabi Huda, I wouldn't answer the question. Because I don't answer questions that aren't based on halacha. The Nodabi Huda writes this a lot. He writes this when somebody asked him, somebody was, uh, you know, he was, somebody was mezaneh for many years, and he asked another Nodabi in a tshuva, how do I do tshuva? How many, how many malchus should I get? And how many, how many, how many fasts should I do? So the Nodabi says, I can't really answer you because it's not halacha. And also, he says, even if you fast the years of Mishushelach, it's not going to be enough for you. That's what he writes, the Shnos Mishushelach. Anyway, quoted, uh, see, he writes, whatever is outside of halacha, sometimes some halachas, a, uh, a pregnant woman going into a cemetery. It's not halachic. 
not halachic, right? These are these are questions that are asked a lot. But all that poskim will say, not halachic. So that's what other the first says. This, this is this is not in the Gemara. It's not in the Shulchan Aruch. Da tamidei hachavah v'yudvarm halaluch hakuka baluch libecha. So, but he says, let me explain something to you. So first he answers it in a halachic way and then a hashkafic way. Hakal agadol she'ein l'kol hachachamim she'achar atalmud rishus lo mardover neged atalmud. It's impossible and it's not allowed for anyone after the Gemara to argue on the Gemara. It says in Odu Behuda, you're not allowed to argue on the Gemara. An Achron on a Rishon, that could be allowed. Might not be advisable, but it's allowed. You can't argue on the Gemara. If anyone in history says something to go against the Gemara, you have to question their credibility. If they're giving a different shot in the Gemara, okay. But if they're arguing on a Gemara, you have to wonder about them. But what happens if you find one of the Chachmi Yisrael that you know is a real, true Chacham, and it appears that he's arguing on the Gemara? What do you do then? What do you do then? And you know they're Shomri Torah Mitzvahs and Yerushalayim. If you know somebody is an anti-whatever, so then... Then you say, okay, is that one of the Chachmei Masorah? What if you know somebody's one of the Chachmei Masorah and you see that they wrote against the Gemara? So you have one of two choices. Either say he's not one of the Chachmei Masorah, which you don't want to say, or the other choice is to suggest that maybe he only meant it for a certain time period, like a Horashah. Maybe he only meant it in a certain context. He didn't mean it to argue on the Gemara. Says the Nodubi Huda, that's what happens here. Many, many things in the will, in the Tzavah of Rabbi Huda Chassid, is against the Gemara. Ukayoti Bazel line eleven. Anu Mosim Rabbeinu Yehuda Chasid Besavar Shalom Dvarim Shekemat Asur Lano L'Shomon. You find in his will items that are Asur even to mention. Kihu Omer Shlo Yisab Basachoso. He says you're not allowed to marry your niece. The Gemara says it's a great thing to marry your niece. Who Omer? Not that Lamaisa, but I'm saying in the Who Omer Shlo Yisavu Benoshdi Achios. A father and son should not marry two sisters. But if you look at the Gemara, Rav Papa and his son marry two sisters. Two brothers should have married two sisters. You find in the Gemara many examples of brothers marrying sisters. Right, you find? So there are many examples. So what must you say? And this is, a, again, an important point of the Nod of Yehuda, that Tzavar Yehuda Chassid was meant for his family. Period. Well, that's where it says father-in-law, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law. It must have been meant for his family, meaning it's not halacha for all of Klai Yisrael. So don't worry about it, my Talmud. Don't worry about it. With his Baruch HaKodesh, he saw that his family's Shiduchim uh, wouldn't work out in these marriages. And therefore, he advised them against it. Fine. Ad kan divrei halacha, says the Nodav Yehuda. But then he says what's important for us tonight. Aval line, I'm sorry. Um, let's go to the next, the next, um, the next point of his. Hachada, line 22. Va'od amina. But let me skip another point. Shebalav hachi b'shelazusha sha'altani ain kan chashash klav. V'yafilu l'zaro shalachasid. You know what? Even if you are a descendant of Yudah Chasid, also, let me tell you, there's no problem. There's no problem. And he goes into why even if you're a descendant, he says, I don't think it would be a problem. But then in the last four lines of the tshuva where, is, is where he gets to the point that, that we need to focus on. I don't know why he says, I love you, my Talmud. But you're not the only one who asks me such shilas. 
about the Shidduch and this and that. But the Mania Ravolam, she losses beaten la amha aretz, who pushed that slum. They choshes limana. To give their daughter to any stam guy, some hours off the street, they know nothing about. That, 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 they don't have to be conscious about. But who negative Chazal, Chazal say against that. If it's the greatest Tamil Chacham and Meyuchus and, and Bamidas and he has everything, I, but he has the same name. That's what you ask me? Says the Nodabi Yehuda, my generation. My, he says I get so many Shilas. It's the priorities. It's the hierarchies. What are people looking for at the Shidduch? Says the Nodabi Yehuda in Prague, in the beginning of the 1800s. Says the Nodabi Yehuda. Our values, our priorities, what we look for, our top three, four important items are not what are not in sync with what the Torah demands of us and what we should be thinking of. And this is Rahman al Islam in every generation, not excluding ours. Rahman al Islam in many in many circles. You know what what a chasan or a kawa, the the first questions that they ask are Asulan al Shomam. It's Oster to even, and we have to, the Yehuda said it 200 years ago. Rahman al-Islam, that's what he teaches us. We have to try to educate ourselves and educate our children. What are the questions? What, what are we supposed to look, be looking for? What are the most important things? What are the most important things? Rahman al-Islam. Rahman al-Islam. We should be, we should make sure that the priorities and everything that we look for in in a shidduch, for a child, for, for a mate, for ourselves, is always Torah, Avodah, Gemilas Chasadim, Midas Tovah, Zira Shamayim, Chesed. That's the number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number ten, top ten. That's it. That's the most important. And we have to make sure that we learn from the Nodabi Yehuda and his biting comment from 200 years ago. Okay. Let's try to get into more words. Two more thoughts. We mentioned before the weights and the measures. Mentioned before at the end that we should all have honest weights and measures. Honest weights and measures. Um, you know what? I just want to do. Let's skip number nine for now. You can look at the Chavis Chaim number nine. I just wanted to get to the the last two. I wanted to make sure to have time for them. So let's go to number ten and eleven. Ten and eleven. Ten and eleven is uh, again the weights. The Chavis Chaim is about the weights and the measures in number uh, in number nine. But ten and eleven is is here. There's a Gemara that we spoke about a number of years ago. Maybe more than once. Well, we told a, a, a story related to it, but uh, we're not going to we're not going to focus on the story now. But we're going to focus on the Gemara again and give a different shot in it. The Gemara in Maseches Marcus tells us that if you see it's quoted in the Lekach Fahalibov in source number eleven. Then we'll go back to number ten. But he quotes the Gemara in Marcus Tafchav Beis. Amar Rava, Kamatipshoi Shar Inshi. How silly and foolish are people? They stand up for a safer Torah, but they don't stand up for a great, a great rabbi. How foolish people are. Where do I see, how do you know that a great rabbi is greater than a safer Torah? That you say that, oh, people stand up for the safer Torah, but they don't stand up for a, for a great rabbi. Because it says the Gemara, because in our parsha in Gimel, the source for Malchus, the source for lashes for most of Eris of the Torah, how many lashes does it say? 40. And the Rabbanah took one away. So you see the Rabbanah are more powerful than the Torah. So therefore, there's foolish people out there that they stand up for 
a Sefer Torah, when the Sefer Torah walks by, they don't stand up for a Gavar Rabbah. Okay, many, many Pirushim. What's the message of this Gemara? We're not going to get it. We quoted a story in the past about the Rav Chaim Ozer. Um, but what's the message of the Gemara? So one small thought and one uh, more developed thought. Small thought is from the Chavetz Chaim also, and source of a tent on top. The Chavetz Chaim says, you know what you see from this Gemara? Chada, line three. I'm sorry. Acharei be'emes. Yesh lo letalmud chacham gamkein inyin kedushas ha-Torah. V'chanal. V'hagamara rotzal achriach od godel koach kedushas Torah she'bal peh. Sheish lo letalmud chacham b'mocho. Al yidei yud gimol midosh atarin reshes b'hand. This Gemara is about the galas of Torah Shabal Peh. A Sefer Torah is Torah Shabbat A walking Sefer Torah, the Tabar Chacham, who interprets the Torah, Torah Shabal Peh. Don't give more covet to one than to the other. Torah Shabbat you stand up for. Torah Shabal Peh you stand up for. That's Gavarabba. Gavarabba is a symbol of someone who carries the torch of Torah Shabal Peh. One idea. And the final idea from the Lekha Fahalibuf. He quotes, Hine, line 9. Mavur Barambanvi is so dubimit rasha dish based on the misparaboya. There are really two reasons. Why is it that Malchus is 40? We know 40 is a very special number in Yahadus. 40 years of the Midbar, Noach was 40 days and 40 nights. Moshe Rabbeinu was up on the mountain for three times 40 days. And 40 is a special number. So why 40 lashes? So two ideas are suggested by the Mepharshim. O mipnei yitziras havlad, hu b'mem yom, either because, as we know, halachically, an embryo is given the status of a, of a somewhat of a nefesh, of something. It's given some kind of status in halacha at day 40. Day 40, 40 days old from fertilization, boom, that's the status. So this person is going to get malchus because, look, he sinned and he ruined him, himself. Himself, he or she, who, were, who was formed in 40 days. That's the 40. That's what was remembered by, by the 40. O mipnei. That's one idea why there's 40. O mipnei shator nitznam yom. Or because you violated the Torah, which was given in 40 days. Two possible reasons why 40 lashes. Because the Torah was given in 40 or because the baby is formed in 40 days. What's the symbolism of these two reasons? Is the Malchus because you disgraced your own neshama, that we disgraced our own neshama, or that we disgraced the Torah? We we didn't capitalize on the Kedushas Torah, or we didn't capitalize on our own potential. What's the focus? That's the two different reasons given. Is the focus on the Torah that was given in 40 days, meaning the Bizoyin, a Torah that takes place when I sin? Or is it that I was formed in 40 days, and it's the design of me that I didn't do what I could do. How do you know which one is right? Lamai Nafgamina explains the Chassam Sofer, line 12. Vachilik, I'm sorry, from the Delagal Libo. I was right. This whole thing is from the Chassam Sofer. He quotes, of course, that on line 8. Vachilik bin Beza Ta'amin, Omer Chassam Sofer. Who? Is it a complete 40? Or you could even round to 40. What's the difference? The Torah was given in exactly 40 days, right? The Egel, they messed up the computation. The Torah was given in 40 complete days. And thus, 
If Malchus, the real emistic reason for Malchus, was because the Bizoyin Torah, we would get 40 whole. Masha'enkein, but what does it mean, 40 days from fertilization? Is that 40 days from, you know, it will, if it was 2 p.m. on one day, it's going to be 2 p.m. on day 40? No. You go by the halachic day. So it could even be less than 40. Ah, 39. Masha'enkein, could even be rounded. It's not 40 complete days. So says the Chassam Sofer, what do you see from the halacha that it's 39? What's the Iker reason for Malchus? Because of the Bizayin of ourselves. Because we ourselves did not fulfill our own potential that were created in 40 and not Dafka because of the Bizayin of the Torah. The message being, every Jew has so much potential. Every Jew could do so much. Line 19. The pagam and the bizoyin that we do to ourselves is more of a stain than the stain we give to the Torah itself. And that's why he gets 39 to teach us that. To teach us that. 39. He says, that's the shot of the Gemara. Beautiful. They stand in front of, stand up for the Torah, but not the Gavra Rabbah. Torah is amazing. You know what even has more Kedusha than the Torah? We do. Gavra Rabbah. What power each person has. He says, the Nesham of a person. The next column. We're children, Dachadish Baruch Hu. We're children. Look how much we could do. A child. child could, 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 do anything, but we can always go back. Says the, says the, uh, on the bottom, he says, that's the pshat of the continuation of the Pasik. What does the Pasik say? Our boy in lo Yosef. Give 40 and not more. Why? If Pen Yosef, the end of the Pasik is, Vinikla achicha Because if you give more, then your brother will be embarrassed, will be kal in your eyes. What's the deeper meaning of that? Because if you give 40, then you're showing that the Torah is more important. That's the Yekka reason, and not the person himself. So that's Benikla Achicha, the, 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 the reason of the brother of the Gabus Adam will be less in your eyes. That's why we have to give 39. Because it's the Kach Adam at this time period of the year. We surely, every day, but surely now, as we, as we head towards the, uh, the end and the beginning, we have to make sure that we realize our own Kochos all of our potentials, and Hashem, as much as we can, to capitalize on all of it and use all the kochos that Hashem gave to each and every one of us and have hatzlacha and siyata deshmai with everything that we do. Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we will continue with Hashem next week. Hopefully it will be again on Wednesday, as it uh, usually is.